Zuzana Pavlik Shimonkova must have felt like her wedding was a dream come true. For one thing, it was in a castle, her castle. Zuzana's family had owned Hoska Castle for nearly a century. Its dark, windowless hallways and crumbling architecture may not have made it the most romantic setting, but it was hers. And what bride doesn't want to feel like a princess? Unfortunately, the ceremony was less of a fairy tale and more of a horror film. The day took a sour turn before Zuzanna even finished her hair and makeup. While her father talked with some staffers to make sure everything was in order, the overhead lights began to flicker. Suddenly, the bulbs burst with a crash. Bits of broken glass rained down on their heads. Luckily, no one was hurt. Zuzanna's father wasn't even phased. Incidents like this happened all the time. The wedding party would be lucky if nobody fainted during the ceremony or spotted a demonic monster out of the corner of their eye. Both were common occurrences inside Hoska's chapel. Zuzanna carried on with the events of the wedding as planned. She wouldn't let ghost stories or exploding light bulbs stop her from saying her I do's. Nothing could ruin her special day. Not even the rumors that the ceremony was held on top of a gateway to hell. Welcome to Unexplained Mysteries, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm your host, Molly. And I'm your host, Richard. In life, there's so much we don't know. But in this show, we don't take we don't know for an answer. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we investigate the greatest mysteries of history and life on Earth. You can find episodes of Unexplained Mysteries and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is our second episode on Hoska Castle, a Czech fortress built over 800 years ago. Last time, we examined Hoska's unusual architecture and dark history, including reports of demons prowling its grounds. We also discussed what may have happened inside its walls while under Nazi control. Today, we'll try to determine what's really going on at Hoska. We'll debate which accounts are most believable and examine whether the fortress really is all that stands between this world and hell itself. We have all that and more coming up. Stay with us. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The most famous legend about Hoska Castle says it was built over a gateway to hell. If that's true, unfortunately, there's no way to prove it. The question of whether a fiery afterlife exists is better left to theologians and philosophers. But Hoska isn't the only place that allegedly hides a portal to the underworld. Take, for example, the Stoll Cemetery, otherwise known as America's most evil graveyard. It's a burial plot in remote Kansas. On the surface, it's a bleak, creepy-looking necropolis. But according to legend, it's much more. Just beyond the graveyard, an abandoned church looms over the headstones and grassy walkways. Perhaps at one time it was elegant and beautiful, but any hints of its old majesty have long since faded away. By the 1990s, all that remained were a few crumbling brick walls without a roof. The church is significant because it supposedly sits atop a gateway to hell. Local legend says that in 1850, Lucifer himself emerged from the underworld. Afterward, rumors suggested Satan would rise in the graveyard twice a year, once at midnight on the spring equinox and again on Halloween. And for decades, locals apparently gathered for parties to watch the devil's entrance, only to be disappointed year after year when he never showed. But while there may not be any satanic sightings, inexplicable events have happened around Stoll Cemetery and its church. For example, even though it doesn't have a roof, the house of worship is said to always stay dry, even when it rains. People have reported seeing floating lights, shadowy figures that vanish into nothing, and rings of flame that appear out of nowhere. These fires hover in the air, even though there's no visible fuel source to keep them lit. You may be tempted to visit Stoll and see these phenomena for yourself. If so, you're out of luck. Rowdy crowds and supernatural enthusiasts repeatedly caused property damage, forcing the owners to close the cemetery to the public. In 2002, the property managers demolished the church. It wasn't structurally sound. And as far as we can tell, this destruction didn't unleash any demons upon the world which suggests the stories were just that, stories. But Stoll Cemetery isn't the only alleged portal to the underworld. In sunny Southern California, the LA suburb of Pasadena holds a secret that's surprisingly dark. The aptly named Devil's Gate Dam was constructed in 1920 to control floodwaters coming down from the San Gabriel Mountains. The structure was named after a nearby odd-looking rock formation that vaguely resembles a horned devil face. But before the dam was even built, dark myths and legends suggested the stony shapes weren't the only demonic influence in the region. 
In the 1940s, a man named Jack Parsons became convinced that the Devil's Gate Dam held otherworldly power. Today, Parsons is famous for being one of the founders of the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, but he was also an occultist who belonged to Aleister Crowley's mystical secret society, Ordo Templi Orientis. If you're interested, we've covered Crowley and Ordo Templi Orientis extensively in our show Secret Societies. But for our purposes here, all you need to know is Crowley was an extremely controversial occultist and magician, once labeled the wickedest man in the world. And he allegedly referred to the Devil's Gate Dam as one of the seven gates of hell. Given Crowley's association with the area, it comes as no surprise that Parsons is said to have performed magic rituals at the Devil's Gate. But some believe Parsons may have opened a portal to another dimension or to the afterlife itself. This sounds difficult to believe, but there's evidence to suggest that something strange was happening in and around the dam. In 1956, a 13-year-old boy and an 11-year-old girl both went missing while biking through the area. Investigators recovered their bicycles and jackets, but the kids were never seen again. 14 years later, police arrested a serial killer named Mac Ray Edwards. He confessed to murdering both children and said that he'd buried their bodies underneath a nearby freeway. If this were the only strange disappearance, it could probably be dismissed as an odd coincidence. But in 1957, an eight-year-old boy was hiking in the area with his family. He ran ahead of his parents and turned a corner. When his relatives finally caught up to him, he was nowhere to be seen. Even after a frantic search, they couldn't find him or any clue as to where he went. Three years later, in 1960, a six-year-old boy was at a YMCA summer camp near the dam. During a group hike, he told his counselor that he wasn't feeling well, and the counselor sent him back to the camp to rest. Somehow, he vanished in the less than five-minute walk and was never seen again. Portal to the underworld or not, the Devil's Gate Dam seems to have some kind of powerful dark aura surrounding it, but it still pales in comparison to Siberia's Well to Hell. According to numerous online reports, in the late 1980s, a crew of Russian geologists and engineers were drilling a deep chasm in the remote north. It was part of a research program that had been running for decades with the goal of learning what secrets lay beneath the Earth's surface. The team dug nine miles down when suddenly they broke into an underground cavern, which was essentially a pocket of fire. The chasm wasn't just hot, it was an inferno. Their instruments allegedly registered more than 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit, more than hot enough to damage their equipment if they dug any deeper. But the researchers lowered a small, heat-resistant microphone to the bottom of the hole anyway. If they couldn't see what was down there, they at least wanted to listen. What they heard and recorded sounded like scores of people wailing and screaming in agony. For about a minute, the microphone captured the plaintive cries until finally the heat overwhelmed the instrument and it broke down in the inferno. Shortly after this incident, 
strange luminous gases reportedly shot up from the drill site. Unsurprisingly, several members of the excavation team quit afterward. And so the pit earned its name, the Well to Hell. The bizarre incident was featured on an episode of a popular paranormal radio talk show in 2002. The host played a recording of the screams for his listeners, taking the story to the mainstream. Afterward, the well to hell became famous. Some considered it scientific evidence that an afterlife existed and that it wasn't pleasant. Except we now know the entire story has been debunked. Russian researchers did dig an immensely deep chasm called the Kola borehole between the 1970s and early 90s. They had to stop because the Earth's internal temperatures were high enough to damage their instruments. But the heat was closer to 350 degrees Fahrenheit, not 2000. The sounds of plaintive screaming and the geyser of gas that burst from the hole seem to have been invented around 1989 likely by a Christian television station called the Trinity Broadcasting Network. From what we can tell, they probably wanted to tell a story that proved hell existed and manipulated the real-life accounts of the Kola borehole to suit their purposes. From there, the network's narrative got repeated and the details became stranger until the hoax finally made it to the internet. Exaggerations like these make most stories of hauntings or supernatural phenomena hard to confirm. It's unusual to hear credible eyewitness accounts from unbiased observers. This is especially true for strange events that happened decades or centuries ago. There's nobody around today who knows enough to set the record straight. And this applies to Hoska Castle accounts too. Take the story we told last episode of the Duke who lowered a prisoner into Hoska's gateway to hell. Whatever the man saw in the pit supposedly caused him to age prematurely and drove him clinically insane. But this account comes from a short story that was written in the 1870s, some 600 years after the alleged events happened. And there's no indication the story was previously part of local folklore. In other words, the author likely made it up. And it appears that most of Hoska's most famous legends didn't start circulating until centuries after the castle was constructed. In fact, the first recorded reference to a gateway to hell appeared in a book that was published in the 1540s, roughly 300 years after the castle was built. And the book says the pit to hell was located outside the castle gates, not under its chapel, as modern lore suggests. This could explain why most visitors tend to see strange creatures near the entryway, rather than inside the castle. But the same book suggests that once Hoska was built, all supernatural occurrences stopped, as though the structure had banished whatever demonic forces roamed the region. So it's hard to reconcile this information with the ongoing accounts that visitors still see monsters and feel an overwhelming sense of dread on the grounds. That said, it's possible Hoska is now haunted by something new. Perhaps there are even darker supernatural forces at play. Coming up, we'll explore other occult explanations for Hoska's strange history.
You discover their practices, seek their advice, and let yourself become more vulnerable than ever before. They have the ability to heal what the doctors can't, or so they say. Hi listeners, it's Vanessa from the podcast series Cults. Be sure to check out our four-part special on miracle healers airing right now. Meet figures from around the world who claimed powers and pushed remedies, but harbored more sinister intentions. You don't want to miss it. And if you're looking for more episodes on the most radical and deadly groups in history, tune in to Cults every Tuesday. From Jim Jones and the People's Temple, to Charles Manson and the Manson family, to Keith Raniere and Nexium, you'll uncover the unscrupulous methods used to turn bright-eyed recruits into die-hard believers. Follow the Spotify original from Parcast, Cults, free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all, but it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Now back to the story. According to popular legend, Hoska Castle sits atop a gateway to hell. That's impossible to prove or disprove, but it's not the only explanation for why so many odd things happen within its walls. According to McGee's Ghost Tours of Prague, which offers guided walkthroughs of the castle, the structure was constructed according to the principles of sacred geometry. Sacred geometry refers to a belief that shapes, mathematical formulae, and buildings' layouts all have mystical meaning. For example, it claims that boxes and cubes represent security and groundedness, which makes sense. Boxes are stable, which is why you can easily stack or stand on top of them. If you believe in sacred geometry and want your home to feel especially safe, you might want to build it in the shape of a square. This is especially relevant because Hoska's current owner described its layout as, quote, a cube within a cube within a cube. Which suggests that the original architects felt it was especially important to make the structure incredibly sturdy, possibly to stabilize some powerful supernatural force, maybe even a magical gateway through space and time. Last time, we covered one account of possible time travel within the structure's walls. In 1836, a poet named Karel Hinek Maha spent the night at Hoska. During his stay, he had a dream in which he traveled nearly two centuries into the future to the year 2006. His vision was surprisingly prescient. After returning from the future, Maha described a machine that sounded like a television and a cliff lit by electric lights. If he didn't time travel, it's hard to imagine how a 19th century man could make such accurate predictions. And he's not the only historic figure who allegedly used Hoska's powers to bend the rules of time and space. There's similar testimony about Adolf Hitler. 
According to accounts, while the Nazis occupied the castle, Hitler was a frequent visitor. And allegedly, he somehow used the structure's powers to teleport around the world. The rumors don't get much more detailed than that, so it's unclear how he harnessed Hoska's energies or how often it happened. But if true, it's clear why the Nazis were so fascinated with the castle's occult properties. Teleportation would be a useful tool during a world war, and Hitler may not have been the only Nazi harnessing Hoska's powers. According to rumor, toward the end of World War II, Nazi officers performed some kind of arcane ritual. But we don't know what it involved or what they were trying to accomplish, because none of the participants survived. Perhaps they were trying to summon something powerful through Hoska's gateway, but they miscalculated and paid the ultimate price. And there are more accounts which suggest Hoska may somehow be able to warp space-time. If the structure does use sacred geometry to create portals, this would explain many of the castle's alleged hauntings. Perhaps the demonic creatures and ghostly apparitions are just time travelers taking a peek into the past. A peasant from the Dark Ages wouldn't know what to make of a trick-or-treater in a plastic mask, or even a large dog not native to the Czech Republic. Naturally, they might assume they'd laid eyes on an unholy beast or demon. Perhaps the strange hybrid creatures that visitors spot today are actually extinct species from the Earth's distant past. A Neanderthal, a dinosaur, or some other animal we haven't discovered yet could easily seem demonic to an ordinary layperson. The problem is, the accounts of Hoska-induced time travel aren't very credible. Take Maha's futuristic vision. We know about his time-traveling dream because he allegedly described it in detail in a letter to a friend. However, most historians believe that the missive is a hoax. Likewise, the stories about Hitler transporting from the castle interior are impossible to confirm. After all, most of what we know about the Nazi occupation of Hoska is based on rumor, not on truth. During World War II, the grounds were closed to the public, so it's not like Czech civilians could drop by and see the operations for themselves. Plus, when they abandoned the structure, German officers destroyed all records of what they'd been up to. Which means that most of what we think we know about this time is little more than baseless speculation. Which isn't to say there was nothing arcane going on at Hoska. Nazi officials did set up an office at the castle, where they hoarded all the occult books they'd seized during their conquests in Europe. But they had an estimated half a million volumes to stash, and it wasn't feasible to keep everything at Hoska Castle. So they stored many of them just 25 miles north in a grand chateau called Novi Falkenberg. And those manuscripts, the ones at Novi Falkenberg, were part of a mysterious, top-secret project. And apparently, certain Nazi officials used those texts to try to establish a mystical secret society within the party. Unfortunately, it's hard to find much information in English about this organization. But most sources agree, whatever the Nazis were up to, it was arcane, mysterious, and unnerving. In other words, it's clear where the rumors come from. 
A castle in Prague was mired in top-secret occult studies and Nazi mysticism. But over time, reports of Hoska and Novi Falkenberg were probably conflated. And the accounts of teleportation are almost certainly wild exaggerations. If a person could travel anywhere in the world from Hoska Castle, you'd think more tourists would have experienced the phenomenon. But today, in an era of cell phones, high-res cameras, and instantaneous global communication, there hasn't been a single account of a visitor walking through the castle and suddenly finding themselves in another century. It's possible that Hoska's architects designed the castle according to sacred geometry principles, but that doesn't mean there's a physics-defying portal somewhere. Perhaps they had some other purpose in mind, which has since been lost. Or maybe the building is exactly what it appears to be. Like the accounts of time travel and teleportation, maybe Hoska's spookiest stories are nothing more than exaggerations or hoaxes. And there may be a logical explanation for its bizarre design and unnerving layout, one that can be found in an obscure travel book series and a Czech side dish. Coming up, we'll revisit the castle's layout and discuss its possible purpose. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply ebay motors is here for the ride with over 122 million parts you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly brake kits led headlights bumpers whatever your baby needs ebay motors has it and with ebay guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time plus at these prices you're burning rubber not cash keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply now, back to the story. Hoska's layout is unlike any other castle in the world. As we discussed last episode, the structure doesn't have a kitchen or a long-term fresh water supply. Most of its windows are fake. You can see them from the outside, but not from the interior. There's also no staircase from the courtyard to the upper level. Most strikingly, the castle doesn't have any external fortifications, meaning if Dark Ages attackers had laid siege, the people inside wouldn't be able to defend themselves. It's almost as if Hoska was designed to trap its occupants rather than protect them. Now, this still doesn't explain the lack of a kitchen and other amenities. In the Dark Ages, castles functioned like apartment buildings, they provided housing and shelter for multiple families. Hoska could never support residents, but there's a reason. The castle probably wasn't built as a home at all. According to historians, it was most likely some kind of administrative center. It's only about 30 miles from Prague. Maybe medieval Bohemian rulers wanted office spaces that were far enough from the city to be safe from an attack but close enough that employees could travel there fairly quickly. 
This could also explain Huska's odd location. True, it's far from major trade routes or arable farmland, but the inhabitants wouldn't need any of those things because they didn't stay at Huska all the time. They could get all the food, water, and supplies they needed at home. There's even a hint at Hoska's commercial purpose in the castle's name. In Czech, the word Hoska refers to a type of braided bread roll. One of the staircases in the structure bears a stone sculpture of a Hoska roll on its banisters. So maybe at some point in its early history, Hoska Castle was some kind of bakery. We can't say for sure, but it's as good a theory as any. And while the structure isn't meant for long-term residents, it does have features to accommodate guests for short stays. We mentioned earlier that there's no fresh water source near Hoska, but there is a system to collect rainwater. It's not robust enough to support a large group of people, especially if they wanted to settle there permanently. But its existence suggests that the original architect wanted to ensure that the workers on site could have something to drink while they worked. There's only one design element that doesn't have a ready explanation, the hidden windows. It's hard to imagine why an architect would bother to install windows only to block the views from the inside. As far as we can tell, historians haven't been able to come up with any explanations either. And the windows also seem to defy the laws of physics. Even though many of the portals are covered, architects have been able to locate most of them from the castle's interior. Meaning, you may not be able to see the glass panes, but you can identify the spot on the wall that covers them. All except for one. At some point in the past century, Hoska's property managers discovered that there was one more window on the exterior than there was on the interior. And no matter how thoroughly they searched, they couldn't find any indoor evidence that the opening existed. At least not until 2010, when a patch of floor gave way, revealing a hidden chamber underneath the castle. As it turned out, Hoska had a secret basement area with a glass lookout. Because the fortress was built on a slope, the window appeared to be on the ground floor from the outside. But once the caretakers discovered the concealed room, the mystery was solved. Of course, we don't know why the castle would have a walled-up, inaccessible basement chamber, especially if it functioned as an ordinary bakery or office space. But the hidden room may have been closed off as part of a renovation sometime between its construction and 2010. The castle's quirks are strange, but they're not evidence of anything supernatural. That said, this discussion raises one final question. If the structure really is an ordinary business, why is it so famous? All the rumors about ghosts and time travel and gateways to hell couldn't have come out of nowhere. Actually, that may be exactly what happened. Until the early 1990s, Hoska Castle didn't have the spooky reputation it does today. In fact, it didn't have much of a reputation at all. Most locals forgot it existed. Then, in 1994, a Czech publishing company released a guide in which they described all the historic castles around Prague. Their third volume profiled Hoska Castle, including its history and folklore. 
It presented true stories, plus some legends about its arcane past. And in fairness, some of its mythology was pretty ominous. After all, it was a 700-year-old castle that once hosted cruel Swedish invaders and Nazis. The publication brought Hoska Castle into the mainstream, and it wasn't long before other historians, journalists, and enthusiasts were putting their own spin on the structure's history. Unfortunately, those storytellers weren't always careful about their fact-checking. Some people reported the legends as if they were history, and others exaggerated stories to make them more interesting. Ironically, even though the castle has been around for centuries, its most famous ghost stories are less than 30 years old. This leaves us with only the modern reports. Visitors who feel a sense of dread when they set foot on the grounds. Tourists who get the impression that something is watching them. And accounts of levitating cups and exploding light bulbs. According to Hoska's current property managers, many of their visitors end up cutting their trips short. Even their bravest overnight guests often flee the castle in the middle of their trip, too terrified to explain why they can't stay longer. Assuming we can take their testimony at face value. After all, Huska is a lucrative tourist destination because of its haunted history. And it's worth mentioning None of the alleged panic-stricken guests have come forward to corroborate the owner's stories. As for the daytime tourists who report milder incidents of unease or anxiety once they reach the castle grounds, that's probably just projection. If you're expecting a ghostly encounter, you're more likely to mistake nerves for something supernatural. Perhaps, or maybe, Hoska still has secrets that haven't been uncovered. We can't chalk all of Hoska's strange features up to exaggeration and rumors. For example, the 14th century artwork of a sinister centaur that guards the chapel. As we mentioned last episode, the painting is the only depiction of a left-handed female archer from the time period. And it incorporates symbolism that suggests something evil or demonic dwells nearby. Unlike the online rumors and legends, the frescoes and paintings aren't new. Many can be dated to the Dark Ages, and they weren't always on display. At some point in Hoska's history, someone plastered over them. We can only guess why. During a 1929 restoration project, construction workers were astonished to discover the medieval artwork depicting pagan deities violent and deadly animal attacks, and allusions to Satan and his demons. It seems the medieval artists were trying to communicate something about whatever lies in the heart of the castle. And since maps that predate Hoska refer to the region as the Devil's Place, it may be that something old and evil really does prowl the area. Which brings us back to the biggest question about Hoska Castle the mystery of what lies beneath the chapel. Whatever is sealed beneath the green room, it's currently buried under enormous slabs of sandstone. If a construction crew were to excavate, they'd risk damaging the historic artwork on the walls. Which means the current owners have a choice to make. They can preserve the frescoes or uncover whatever lies beneath. 
For the time being, they've opted to protect the paintings and leave the mystery unsolved. Maybe someday, the structure will fall into disrepair and need to be demolished or renovated. Perhaps then, someone can find out, once and for all, what lurks below the chapel. In the meantime, we'll just hope our wild speculations don't anger whatever dwells there. Thanks again for tuning in to Unexplained Mysteries. We'll be back next time with a new episode. You can find all episodes of Unexplained Mysteries and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. See you next time. And remember, never take we don't know for an answer. Unexplained Mysteries is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max and Ron Cutler. Sound design by Russell Nash, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Travis Clark. This episode of Unexplained Mysteries was written by Matt McGregor, with writing assistance by Angela Jorgensen and Connor Sampson. Backchecking by Cara Mackerline, and research by Bradley Klein. Unexplained Mysteries stars Molly Brandenburg and Richard Rossner. Thank you.